0: Hey, welcome to Night Moves, the podcast. I am your host, Michael CMO, for a small segment, a special segment, touched based on the radio show earlier, and tonight I want to just unwrap this thought and idea that I hear so many Christians talk about um, going back to normal. In this pandemic, I call the plague. How hard is it to return to history, to return to normal, when our Heavenly Father is present forward? And so many I'm hearing are living present history, present backwards. I'm going to tackle this tonight on two verses in the scriptures. And um, I like to get ready to unpack this uh, write down the email. You can contact me if you want to talk about this. I will be uh, going a little bit deeper in the next podcast, but um, it's nightmoodshdq at gmail.com. And you can, if you have any questions, um, comments uh, pertaining to tonight's um, topic, for the podcast you definitely send it over an email i'll get back to you with that as soon as i can and you can also join me on my radio show at night moods hdq you can google that across the many platforms or you can listen to the radio show monday through friday nights at 10 30 and here you catch the platform of the podcast platforms on as many that we're on just google search night moods hdq you can Definitely like the show, subscribe to it, and share as I'm here to help you in your identity, help you grow, to encourage you, to empower you. I want to tackle this as I talked again um, earlier on the radio show, I talked about this, this, gosh, it's, it's the thought and the ideas that too many want to go back to how things used to be. And my question I want to ask is what is Father saying now and doing that you must be in alignment to? Because he's present forward. He's never been known to be present backwards. He's never going over work and redoing work. He's always planting his blueprint ahead of time and He is in time from the beginning to now to the end and time is in Him. That's why He's he's through time. Time is in Him. And saying that, too many want to live present backwards. And you being born again in the kingdom, the Holy Spirit is your advantage. And He doesn't get placed inside of you one, as a disadvantage. So stop saying to yourself that I'm not better than anyone in the world because Jesus even said, it's to your advantage that I go away and be at the Father. And when I go away, I will send to you the Holy Spirit. So you have an advantage. So you want to kick um, any communications or any language that does not walk step in step with Jesus, you want to get rid of that language. But too many are living present backwards. And Holy Spirit is leading and guiding you into all truth. He's, he's present forward. Father is present forward, present into eternity, present to your future. So this notion Christians especially I'm hearing all this and, and you know you hear it in the world too depending on on what region you're listening to your news even in national news or world news'm I'm, I'm, I'm seeing too many want to be back to where things used to be but what if father is doing a new thing and has begun the new thing even dating back to 2018? And the consternation that that has caused in many of his children who want to go return to how things used to be. And Father is not where things used to be. He is present and in your future. I want you to get that really, really clear and let that take root. He is present and in your future. Now he'll use the past to help you grow and understand where you're going. But you learn from your mistakes, learn the lessons, so don't, you don't repeat the lessons that don't stay in the past. They happen to go with you, and you utilize those lessons. But too many are wanting to be present past, and we are called to be present future, stepping into your future. Prophecies are about the future. Visions are about the future. I don't know what it's called if you're prophesying about your history. I don't know what it's called if you're talking about your past or think of it this way. If you are driving a vehicle and we all have a rear view mirror, but if you spent all of your time in the rear view mirror instead of the windshield that you are seeing the direction that you're going and you're driving forward, but if you put more energy in your rear view mirror and in your side mirrors that show what's behind you, then you're never going to get to your destinations. You'll never step into the assignments or even the blessings or let alone the instructions. But I wanted to share this with you because it's it's important, it's key, especially in this time, in this generation where there's so many uncertainties and it's uncertain because of the choices that people are making, the path is never uncertain. The path is sure. Whether the path is crooked, it's sure and it's certain, certainty in what it, the path that it's in. So if the path that you're on is crooked. It's certain that the path is crooked. Father's in that path. Study Ecclesiastes chapter 5 through 7. to understand what I'm talking about there. There are certainties in the kingdom. The uncertainty has to come with the mindset and the mentality. Maybe the confusion or the double mindedness that you can't take those steps for because you're unsure. See, but this is what it means to walk out of mystery. And everyone at the sound of my voice, you need to understand that you're walking out of mystery. Every last one of us. And the blessing in that is this that you and I have been given the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit, when you understand the Holy Spirit's functions, the Holy Spirit's purposes and his responsibilities to you and to the world, learning better how to cooperate with the Holy Spirit is to your advantage. learning better how to cooperate with the Holy Spirit is to your your advantage. And we all are walking out this mystery. This mystery that Father has prepared the pathway that he places us to journey onward. And in the journey, he supplies us with his essence, the Holy Spirit, and those purposes and functions and responsibilities that the Holy Spirit is equipped with enables you present forward to better engage how to walk out the mysteries. The justified shall live by faith, trusting and believing in Jesus, that he has your best at his disposal. He has your best interests at hand, in other words. But pay attention here. I want to I look at Second Corinthians chapter 6. And help you to understand. Stop going with the flow. And the world has its own systems, its own patterns and cultures. And we have a better pattern a better systems and cultures in the kingdom. But too many are desiring the ways of the world, unsure about what, maybe about their position in God. Unsure because there is a void in the relationship. There hasn't been an, an engagement are asking Father what is he saying what is he doing that you must be in alignment to and if you're not asking the Father questions then you're missing out on his answers and then you're going to take up what the mind wants to do and lately in the sounding not knowing where you're living at or what region you're in but when I travel I I hear now, you know, we want to go back to normal, and this is the new normal. And the only, if I can say, the only newness to any normal is the next step out of normal. You'll never return to normal when you're a follower of Jesus Christ. You're always advancing Father's kingdom. You're always advancing faith to faith, glory to glory. It just makes sense. Email nightmoods hdq at gmail.com. Grab your scriptures. And if I come with the topic, it is this. Stop going with the flow. The flow, stop going with the flow of the world. Stop going with the flow of yesterday, of yesteryears, of the past. Start going in the current in the power of the Holy Spirit. Another example I wanted to share just came to me because I talked about this on the radio show. It's like being in a river and in the river, the current normally travels north to south or down, downward, and you'll rarely find fishes or fish, fishes, fish swimming up current. Now I, I recognize that during mating you're going to have um, certain fish swimming upstream. That's called spawning. But normally the current takes you downstream. Takes you down the river. You understand know what I'm saying? Stop going with the flow. Faith is those of us who are justified live by the faith. The faith not in our own esteem, not in our own accord, but it's faith in the Holy Spirit if you are born again. keyword: if you're born again. Now, that's another teaching, being saved and being born again. Saved from wickedness. But Jesus talks intently on being born again, what it means to be born again and seeing and entering the kingdom in John chapter 3, verse 3 through 5. So there's distinctions in the kingdom, but I want to focus on too many wanting to go to a new normal. You know, it's like another level of of what it was back in 2018 or 2017. We just want another level of that. But Father's not there. He's advancing. He's wanting you to be where he's at, in other words. So what does our Heavenly Father have to say about that in the scriptures? What does Jesus have to say about that in the scriptures? We know the function of the Holy Spirit provides to us that he is leading us into the future, into all truth. He prophesies to us. That's why we know and understand better how to prophesy, because he initiates the prophecy, prophesy, prophesying. He transfers and delivers to us from Jesus into us. So, there's so much that comes with the Holy Spirit, and if you just would recognize and cooperate with the Holy Spirit all the better, then you would understand just the justified led by faith. Led by faith, John 16, verse 7 through 14, when you understand the Holy Spirit. Led by faith in the Holy Spirit that He has your complete at hand. He has you at hand, and He's not going to do a U-turn and take you back through the minefields and return you back into yesteryear so that you can stay there. He's always advancing. But I want to show you scripturally why it is important for you to stop going with the flow of the world and get into the flow of the Holy Spirit, get into the the rhythm into the mysteries of father's kingdom as followers of the way where would you ever read that jesus wanted to return to the old ways he brought a newness into the earth realm he brought he returned the kingdom he established a kingdom. But he didn't return them to an old pattern. He returned them and placed them upon a better foundation, a better promise, a covenant, upon an established covenant. Let's look at 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians 6 and 14. Um, do not become unevenly, unevenly yoked with unbelievers. Now I want to remind you. I'm going to stop as I come through here. Stop going with the flow, the flow of the world, the current of the world, the rhythms of the world, and the directions of the world. The world wants to return to a, a, a normal, a new normal, whatever that means to the world. It's It's like a conundrum when I hear that. Let's return to a new normal. Do not become unevenly yoked with the unbelievers, for what participation is there between the righteous and the lawless? There's a question that you have to answer. So write it down. What is your answer? Question number two or what fellowship does light have with darkness? What fellowship? do you have with darkness? And if you've been saved and encountered born again, then you've been taken out of the power of darkness into the light of his dear kingdom. Why would you ever want to run back into darkness? It's like the building that's on fire. You've been saved from the building that's on fire. And you get past the gate, the fence, to the street, to the curb, into safety, emergency services, and then you jump out the emergency service vehicle through the arms of the responding servants and go back into a house on fire because you want the old. And you want to retrieve all the old and you want, you want those possessions back and so on and so forth. Question number three. And what agreement does Christ have with Balal, Baliar, better known as Satan, What agreement does Christ have with Beliar? Is there agreement with Beliar in Christ Jesus? No. Four, or what share does a believer in Jesus Christ have with an unbeliever who doesn't believe in Jesus Christ? What what share do you have with an unbeliever? And the next question, What agreement does the temple of God have with idols? For we are the temple of the living God. Just as God said, I will, and this is the words of Abba Father. Pay attention to the words of Abba Father here. I will live in them, that's you, and will walk among them. That's you that he'll walk among because he placed his essence inside of you. And I will be their God, and they will be my people. So you become the property of the king. You become the property of Abba Father. Therefore, verse 17, come out from their midst and be separate, says Abba Father. And do not touch what is unclean, and I will welcome you. And I will be a father to you, and you will be sons and daughters to me, says the all-powerful Lord." Did you catch the words of Abba Father right there? But yet too many are wanting to return to a new normal, to go back to the old ways. Those are the words given to Paul by grace to the Hearthead church of Corinth. In Greece, they received four letters, destroyed two, so we only have two copies of his epistles. Well, those are the words of Abba Father. But yet so many Christians who are not yet in the kingdom, but yet confess Christ Jesus, are saved, have not been born again, want to return to the new normal. And what is the new normal if Father's always advancing and calling you higher, faith to faith, glory to glory? The justified shall live by faith, the Holy Spirit is always advancing Father's kingdom. Questions 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14 through 18. Now, what does Jesus have to say about this? In one of his intimate writings, in the intimate books of the Synoptic Gospels, the Gospel of John, when he is discipling and revealing relationships between himself and Abba Father before his disciples and the rest of his followers, all 170 plus of them, including women and children. In John 17, verse 14, And John chapter 17, is his moment of kingdom prayer. Just before he fulfills the crucifixion. And he has something to say regarding for those to stop going with the flow, to come out from among them. He's talking to our Father in John chapter 17. And I'm going to actually break this down um, real soon for for all of you, John chapter 17. It is a, a wonderful example of how he deconstructs Matthew 6. Better known as the kingdom prayer. The prayer of the kingdom. Let me back up to verse 13. Let me back up here. Where, where do I want to go? I'll go back to verse 6. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read a little bit to John 19. I got some time here. A little bit of time before we we break off. But remember, send me an email. nightmoodshdq at gmail.com if you have a question or you received a revelation in the middle of this. We'd love to hear from you. So the context, as he's praying for his, his disciples, and not just the 12, he's praying for his disciples, the followers of the way, including those apostles. He says, I have revealed Your name, Father, to the men who you have given me out of the world, out of the world. They were yours, and you have given them to me. And they have kept your word. Now they understand that all things that you have given me are from you. Because the words that you gave to me, I have given to them. And they received them. And know truly that I have come from you. And they have believed that you have sent me. Talking to his Abba Father, who is on the throne, Jesus at the right hand of Father at this present time. Verse 9, check this out. Pay attention. He draws greater distinction. Stop going with the flow of the world, stop going with the flow of the concepts of Christianity. Step into the kingdom. Walk into the advancements of the Holy Spirit so you can be instrumental in advancing Father's kingdom. Verse 9, I am asking on behalf of them. I'm not asking on behalf of the world. Notice what he says in verse 9. He's only asking on behalf of the disciple. He is not praying for the world. But on behalf of those whom you have given me because they are yours. See, so we are Father's responsibility when we are born again. Verse 10, And all of the things are yours, all of my things are yours, excuse me, and your things are mine. That's relationship at the highest level, one and the same, because the Son carries the possessions of the Father by right, by privilege. Verse 11, And I am no longer in the world, and they are in the world, talking about his disciples. And I am coming to you, Holy Father, keep them in your name, which you have given to me, so that they may be one, just as we are one. And the Holy Spirit equates the Father and the Son. And he's talking to his Father, his Heavenly Father, for anyone who is confused on who is on the throne and who is seating to the right hand of the throne. Our Heavenly Father is on the throne. And Jesus is talking to His Heavenly Father. Jesus is not talking to Himself. He's talking to the Heavenly Father. Come out from among them. Stop going with the flow. Verse 12, When I was with them, I kept them in your name, which you have given to me. The Son carries the name of the Father. Your last name is the name of your your father, and daughter, if you are married, your maiden name is the name of your father. Verse 12, the second half, and guarded them, and none of them have perished except the son of destruction, in order that the scriptures may be fulfilled. And now I'm coming to you and I'm saying these things in the world so that they may have my joy completed in themselves. I have given them your word and the world has hated them because they are not of the world just as I am not of the world. And do not ask that you take them out of the world, he's referring to death, but that you protect them from the evil one. Father speaks, and the Son speaks to the Father in harmony, in unity, in one accord. Talking about coming out from among them, being consecrated, sanctified, living holy. But too many seemingly sorry to reveal in this moment are wanting to return to how it used to be. And I want to remind you in this moment that Heavenly Father is not where you were at. Heavenly Father is right before you. In every step you take that is ordered by Him because you are righteous, He orders your steps forward. And if He takes you back to reveal something back there, to learn a lesson, it's always to propel you forward, advancing his kingdom and advancing in your faith, advancing in your elevation, glory to glory, faith to faith. Stop coming to the Father, wishing and hoping he can take you back to your past. He uses your past to secure your future, but he's in your future, he's in your present, Stop going with the flow of the world. You have an advantage by the words of Jesus Christ in John chapter 15. 16, excuse me. You have an advantage. You no longer need to tell yourself or believe the lies that you are better. You are not better than the world. Jesus said, it is to your advantage that I go away. You have an advantage in this world. And that is the power, the anointing of the Holy Spirit. So stop going with the flow of the world. Stop wanting to follow their world culture, the world patterns and the world systems, because it's familiar. Even the children of Israel wanted to return to Egypt. And what happened to the children of Israel, the first generation? They stayed in the desert in a circle And Father wanted to draw them to the land filled with milk and honey, their future. Learn the lessons, stay focused, stay grafted in. And I will talk to you on the next podcast, right here in the lab. Take care.